Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Kropp, Director of the Center, and I'm here with Priscilla Weigel, my colleague. Hi, Priscilla. Hi, Cindy. Good to be here. Um, we are kind of excited because we haven't done anything specific to infants and toddlers for a while. Mm-hmm. And we thought we would start a series on children's development, what to expect and when to be concerned. Sure. And we were thinking we would start with a language. Yeah. And then we would go through some of the other developmental domains in other podcasts. So how's that sound? Sounds great. Good. Very useful. Good. So let's start and let's talk about infants and some of the language we would hope to see in those wee little ones, maybe birth to three. Mm-hmm. Three months. Three months. Exactly. <laughs> three wee months. little. So wee wee little ones. Who are growing mm-hmm. like leaps and bounds. Exactly. However, they are, so babies at that age, one of the things that we notice is that they're really cueing into sounds and so we would notice that they would be startled by a loud sound and that that would be something that would really be common and that they would also start to make those little cooing sounds that everyone loves to hear, those Mm -hmm. baby coos that are so precious and just amazing at their short life here outside of the womb, how quickly they start to make sounds. It, that is amazing. Yeah. That is amazing how, how, how soon after those first few days they start to respond to the world around them mm-hmm. through vocalizations. And it's important that the, those listening, caregivers and parents, realize what an important role they play in um, initiating those sounds for mm-hmm. children and so that children can begin to hear and imitate back those sounds. Right. And we're better, we're more equipped to do the imitation piece at that point. Whereas they, So they're just experimenting and just making those sounds, but then when they hear us make them back, we start to see that early connection, that, that idea that, wow, I did something to influence someone else's behavior. That's kind of amazing. So very early on, we would look for an infant's... Um, Maybe if a child allowed, like something was dropped near them and we didn't really see that startled reflex, Mm -hmm. we would worry. We'd think, hmm, there may be something going on there. There's a reason why the child didn't respond to that loud sound. That would be a red flag, perhaps. Perhaps, Or a child who just didn't seem to be responding with those vocalizations are very early on that you hear. Mm-hmm. We would we would really want to know why we're not hearing sounds coming from that very young infant. Right. And also those infants that are that when they hear their mommy's voice or their daddy's mm-hmm. voice or their primary, you know, their grandparents, people that are really mm-hmm. familiar in their lives, they would turn to that voice and that sound. And if we don't see that, then our concern would be are they hearing it? Mm-hmm. Is that something that's happening that's moving clearly through their ears to get that? So very early on we, we are thinking about language mm-hmm. and language acquisition even in these first few weeks right. of life. Right. And then we look at the three to six month old and we start to see some big changes yeah, yeah. in terms of the sounds that they're making. Those cooing sounds start to be much more, um, um, 
they're purposeful. Yeah. Yes, right. yes. They're actually cooing back in response to the the, mo- the uh, motion that your mouth is making. They're mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing back. You can see that they're that they're. Um, it's a reciprocal kind of back and forth mm-hmm. uh, between you and the infant, and they're trying to make the same sounds. Yeah, it's amazing. And you watch them really concentrate mm-hmm. on what your face is doing. They may, during this time, and this is about the three to six months age, they may, they, you will start to notice kids responding to their name when you're calling their name. That's what we want to see. We want to see them turn to you. We want to see them come to you when you ask them start to understand those simple directives like give it to mom that was my daughter's one of her first things that she learned how to say give it to mom she was a real oral kid and she'd pick stuff up and put it in her mouth I just started saying give it to mom and she would put it in my hand but just being able to follow through with that is really important so for caregivers and parents who are listening uh, you know one of the things we would encourage is to just say that baby's name over and Mm -hmm. over and over Mm -hmm. again and they learn oh when I hear that word that, that that really important big person that I that's important to me yeah. they're re, they're that's me yeah. that's me that they're talking to yeah. then they start to associate that word with their name and right. it's all part of that understanding for them yeah um, but then we would worry and we would start to think hmm between the three and six month age if a child doesn't respond to that name that they've been hearing over and over again mm-hmm. then we would start to wonder hmm that's that's something that we need to pay attention to right right and we're going to see babies back and make those kinds of and experiment with those sounds and those imitations of those sounds and that again if you if you see a baby that's very very quiet not making noises and you think oh that's an easy baby to care for they don't seem upset by anything they just Mm -hmm. seem just so calm and you're not hearing those noises that's concerning that's a red flag that they're not making those early early babbling and cooing and imitative sounds so again, for those who are listening, something that we could encourage them between those three and six month old ages to be doing, to encourage this um, early, early language, which is cooing and smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things that we can help people um, to be doing and implementing? Lots of language. Lots talking of language. to that baby all yep. the time. Talking about, oh, your foot is in your mouth. Oh, my goodness, that's so silly. Does it taste good? And all those things. I'm putting your shirt on. I'm going to put your arm through the sleeve. Yeah. Oh, now your socks are going on. Oh, it fell off. Oops. You know, just constant, constant barrage of words. They're soaking it up. And, and reading to babies. A lot of people, you know, think, oh, they're so young, they're not getting anything from these storybooks. But they're playing with the pages, and they're moving those pages, even when you're reading to them. They're not queuing into the words, necessarily, the letters on the page, but they know exactly. that that book means time with mom or dad or caregiver and language. Exactly. Yes. So good. Um, that's really important. And then um, we move to this six to twelve month age where you know they're a little older infant sort of almost a toddler or mm-hmm. you know depending on how you see the toddler age so we've got this really sort of grown these babies are just becoming much more like these little people yeah and so amazing. then we start to really expect to see some different kinds of language skills mm-hmm. like um uh, we expect them to be responsive to us when we play peekaboo. Now they want to play peekaboo back. They get what we're doing with them. Right. They want they want to play it with us. They may initiate it with us. Yeah, they understand yeah. what that game means and sure. they're involved in it. And 
get so excited to play it. And they're pointing to things and objects and wanting us to tell them what those things are. And it's getting, it gets to be a game. You know, they'll point to something, we'll say the name, oh, cup, plate, ball, and then they're doing it back. So again, once that whole initiative, that engagement between adults and babies and, and that language, those early, early months of those six to 12 months, it's explosion of growth again. And people often talk about that um, uh, magic word, no. Mm -hmm. But that, that, that's wonderful because we, under, we know now the child is, has, has um, put meaning to that word. Mm -hmm. So they know mm -hmm. no has meaning. Right. Whether they, may, um, they may not be using it yet, but they understand when we say it that it has meaning. It has mm -hmm. some significance mm -hmm. to it. And they will begin to use it yes, later on with some... Um, some drama sometimes. Right. But they also will, uh, we want to see them start to have a significant word, like it may be their mama or their dada or um, mm -hmm. mine or, or, or mine or yep. something. But we want them to have at least one word that has mm -hmm. significant meaning to them. Mm -hmm. um, it might be their blankie or binky or mm -hmm. it'll be some version of what they're able to say. Right. And it might be just the first sound of that word, mm -hmm. but it's the beginning. It's mm -hmm. the beginning. And then when we respond positively to that word, word once again reinforces all that good stuff. So what would we be looking for at this age, uh, Priscilla, in six to 12 months where we might might be concerning well, behaviors? Well, I think when the child obviously doesn't respond to their name, as you were saying, that's important for them to turn to you or come to you when you're ca they're called, following those simple directions, give me the cup, put it on the table, you know, those types of things. Um, also, just not attempting to use gestures or words, so you see that flat, non-communicative interaction where the baby's just kind of there, and you're thinking, okay, what's what's going on here? They're, they're not really showing a lot of emotional connection or even trying to make any sounds. And and that's pretty hard to do when you when you see adults engaging with babies, which all of us within the listening audience here, I, I would hope we'd be doing this. You're just on, and you're being more animated than typical because if you, you wouldn't necessarily speak to a preschooler the same way you would speak to a baby with all the facial expressions because your goal is to really engage them and kind of um, draw them into you. And it's not because they're just at that basic level of understanding of language and what it, what it means and what it's going to mean for them in their lifetime. Exactly. And we would worry if a baby wasn't showing emotion. Right. You know, we right. Would, we would, that, that, as you said, that flat affect. So uh, as we wrap this uh, session up, this first podcast on development, language in particular with infants and toddlers, what might people who are listening, um, how can we help them encourage uh, this language development for these late this second half of the first year of life well ramping up your conversation even mm -hmm. more talking in longer sentences to the baby not just using one word phrases and pointing it but saying oh you know having them try to build on that um, so that they can use some more language at this point you know they would hopefully be using more words so that that um, you know, beginning of words. So maybe it's just one or two or three or four or five, but when we hear parents say, well, they're not saying anything and that type of thing, so that means we need to be talking more to those babies. Right. We need to be engaging them. And we might, you know, uh, 
we need to be aware of what might be happening at home. And so maybe there's less language use at home mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And there mm -hmm. are multiple factors that can interfere with language um, use or development from at home. And so it may be that the baby hears less words at home. Mm -hmm. Maybe there are less books, less reading. Uh, maybe parents are just not there as often mm -hmm. to do that interactive, uh, responsive back and forth with, with speaking. And so that means we need, if we're aware of that, then we can do much more ramping it up, changing mm -hmm. our lesson planning for each child so that we can really make sure we're queuing into this child that needs more sort of saturation sure. with those words. Right. Although we're doing it, we hope, with every single interaction. Uh, every with, yep, yeah. exactly. But helping parents understand the importance of it too and helping them set um, achievable goals and not saying, well, you have to talk to your child constantly, but just say, you know what, read a story once a day. Sit down with your baby and read a story once a day and then read it again. Yep. And read just again. little yeah. things like that that help parents understand you maybe maybe you're feeling overwhelmed with the idea that, wow, I need to do so much more and I'm not doing enough. We don't want to, we don't want to be you know, piling things on of, as far as guilt and that type of thing, but there's such an opportunity for more more time in language development when we, we really help families engage. Exactly, and this would be a good time to just remind everyone who's listening that um, children don't seem to have the same language response to media as they do to the person who's interacting in a responsive way with them. So hearing from a screen language doesn't um, encourage the language growth the way language coming from the adult that's holding them on their lap. And so, um, all, you know, all the research uh, that we know of, you know, talks about no screen time for the first two years. And the reason for that is mm -hmm. the screen time then takes away from our interacting time right. with these little ones who need to hear it coming out of our mouths with them, So right. as so well as all the other nurturing parts that go with us. Right. So instead of sitting them in front of the television or the iPad, iPad or whatever, sitting them in the high chair while you're making dinner or while you're mm -hmm. cleaning something up or while you're doing the laundry or while you're doing whatever, sitting and reading your book. Mm -hmm. You can be have, put a book in front of them and you can be together reading books exactly. and, and just engagement is key. Exactly. Fabulous. Great way to wrap it up. I hope everybody will tune in to the next parts of this um, series that we're doing. Thank mm -hmm. you, Priscilla. Thanks, Cindy. Bye. That's all for now. See you next time.